Today, SoFi, a business I believe that is based in Southern California. You guys may have heard of SoFi Stadium, where they have a lot of sporting events and such. Well, anyway, it's an institution that delves into investing, right? Investing in stocks, mortgage loans, car loans, real estate. But another thing that it does, and another one of its many, many more popular products, actually. Uh, some can argue its most popular product is the fact that it is able to refinance your student loans and then you in turn pay money back to them okay keep that in mind right anyway sofi is in the news today guys sofi is in the news s-o-f-i why are they in the news well they are currently suing the biden administration for extending the student loan pause sofi has said that this has costed them so much money okay now, granted, if you look at SoFi's books, they're still making money hand over fist, okay? They're still making plenty of money hand over fist. But SoFi feels as though they've been treated badly, that it is unjust that student loans can't start back and thus they can't get that healthy, healthy student loan refinance revenue in through their doors, okay? On their doorstep. This is going to be real controversial, guys. This is going to be real controversial. So let's see. Welcome back to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast, y'all. My name is Cameron Bivens, the Dragon Horse himself, and your, you got it, lovely host. There's no article with this one today, you guys. It's straight off the top of my head. I heard a little bit about this, so I decided, you know what? No reading for today, man. We're just going to be listening, talking, and let's go ahead and go through it. So anyway, anyway, hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Besides that. I basically just broke down to you guys and explained pretty much what SoFi is, what its business model is, and what it does. And in case you don't quite understand, yes, a lot of their revenue comes from uh, lending out money as a bank, okay? They lend out money, right? Um, and they expect people to be able to pay back those loans, sometimes at higher interest rates, or if it's at a lower interest rate, it's extended over a period of time. So for those that don't know, what does an interest rate mean? Let me break it down for you. Let me break it down. When you borrow money, okay, and say you borrow money at a certain interest rate, say 22%, um, that's considered a high interest rate. That's like a credit card rate. That's considered high, okay? When you pay back that money, say you borrow $100, you don't just pay back $100. Say, for example, you pay back 122 okay? Got it. Great. Now, um, and other times, like I said, there, if there's a lower interest rate, instead of you paying back your loan over the course of, I don't know, 20, 30 years, you pay it back over the course of 40 and 50. OK, so that's pretty much the idea of SoFi's business model. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's pretty much the idea of SoFi's business model, man. However, SoFi is pretty much arguing and they're going to court and I will admit they have a chance. I mean, yeah, the federal government, at the end of the day, you're not overriding them, but they have a chance to have their voices heard. Um, and I'm going to go into the particulars of what I think is going to happen, because I'll tell you what, I'm already seeing online there's some fallout from this decision by SoFi to do this. There's some real big fallout by actually their most popular client base, their most popular customer base. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. I have a little tickle in my throat this morning. Hope you guys don't mind. Let's keep going. So... Here is the freaking deal, man. SoFi is trying to take the federal government to court. They're suing them saying they shouldn't be able to extend the student loan pause where students 
haven't had to pay back their loans for since 2020 now, okay? Because, you know, COVID hit and people didn't have any money and they said, listen, we can't have people out on the streets just so that they could pay their loans, okay? All right? Um, now, so far, it's taking them to court, okay? So far, what I've seen as a result of this is the fallout. There have been people talking about SoFi's financial matters in public. And I'm not talking about people that are part of that business. I'm talking about bloggers that are looking up financial information on them. Quarterly earnings, profit margins, things of that nature. And saying, you guys are still making profits hand over fist. You're just mad because you're not making enough, right? Um, I can attest to seeing some of this. For those that don't know, I'm heavily invested in the stock market. I like to pay attention to it as well as real estate. But anyway, back to the stock market. When it was announced two years ago that Biden was going to extend the student loan pause, SoFi's stock dropped heavy, something from like $15 or $20 all the way down to, I think, $4, $4 per share. For those that don't know, that means the company's losing money, okay? It means investors don't have much faith in your business. It means you can't grow, okay? That's what SoFi's thinking. SoFi's like, listen, it's nothing personal. I'm a business. I'm trying to grow. This is what I do, all right? I have, I, I have to hire people, you know, and these people have to have salaries enough that can feed their families. This is pretty much how it goes when it comes to business. Okay, we all understand that, right? But at the same time, what I think this company is, is missing or not paying attention to is that in most ways and in most instances, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but based on what I've seen, based on what I've noticed, this pretty much is the case, is that most of SoFi's customer base is for younger folks, okay? I don't know if you guys have used their app, but it has got a whole lot of clutter and ADHD and stuff all over it. No disrespect to people that have ADHD, but it's very clogged. There's ads everywhere. It's, they try to gamify the investing process, you know? And it's very much so like a, it's very much so like for people that are in high school or college, or you just got out of college, okay, where you're still trying to understand how this stuff works and the consequences of investing in the wrong thing, okay? So with that being said, since most of your customer base, most of your clientele base is from high school up until college or those that just recently graduated college or in graduate school. You know, these people out there that are 40, 50, 60, 70, they're not rushing. There are some. Absolutely. You'll find some for sure. But the vast majority are not rushing to invest in SoFi. They're not rushing to pick up their products. SoFi is mostly an online bank. You can't even go to an ATM and deposit money, at least as of me recording this right now. Okay. They're heavily invested in the direct deposit program where they want to be able to get hands on people's checks so that they can say, hey, look. If you do direct deposit, we'll give you better rates. But at the end of the day, they control your checks. So they know how much exactly how much money you make if they direct deposit. Which if you're a gig worker or if you're a 1099 or independent contractor, they're not really interested in that. Right? There's a reason. Okay? Now, I'm not here to bash um, SoFi or their business model. In fact, I like SoFi. I think it's good that we have alternatives to the same stuff we've always had. But I recognize when a company just might be shooting themselves in the foot. It's different. It is so different. If you're behind closed doors and you just talk about, man, the student loan pause is hurting our company. It's killing us. But we need to just hang tough a little bit longer or whatever else until it becomes unpaused. 
I mean, hell, there's an election next year. You just never know what can happen, okay? Um, but for you to say, hey, look, I'm going to sue them. And you've, I'm sure SoFi has heard because they are involved in the student loan lending business. I'm sure they've heard many of the horror stories of students saying, I can't pay this back. I can't pay this back. I can't do this. This is why they exist, right? They're the alternative. They're like, listen, well, you could just get it from us. We'll pay that off and you pay us back over a longer period of time with the lower interest rate. So you pay less in interest back. I get that. But talk about that behind closed doors. Executives have a meeting. This just feels rushed. This feels rushed and it's going to cost them money. Um, I personally, and, and for those that say, hey, listen, well, how do you know that? Do you even use their products? I've tried it. It's just not for me, but I've tried it. I've tried their products, um, you know. I've, I've checked out their investing platforms, but I'm already heavily into other platforms such as uh, Fidelity. Um, I even tried Robinhood for a bit. I heard that's real controversial too, because I feel like if I'm going to report on these things, I should at least try it and not go off of what other people say. So I feel like I'm very knowledgeable at least about these type of things, right? And I'm not putting any shade on SoFi, you know? And the reason why I'm not saying allegedly with SoFi suing, because it, they stated it on public record. It's being reported now with them trying to sue the Biden administration over the moratorium saying it's costing them so much money and such. But this is this is going to backfire. As I said before, most of your most of your customer base and your clientele base is younger. A lot of these people that are hearing about this, they're going to pull their savings accounts out of SoFi. You listen to me when I say that they're going to pay their little fee to get it out and they're going to pull it out because now we live in a time where people are more conscious about the businesses and the and, and the institutions they support. They're more conscious about it. And if you have an institution that's saying, hey, we need to get student loans. Look, 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 it's like this, right? You have an institution that's saying essentially, hey, I'll help you guys out. Student loans suck. It's not fair, right? So you're trying to position yourself as someone who's fighting for the underdog. Now you're suing the Biden administration, which is trying to get some of those loans forgiven. And you're saying, hey, that's not fair that the student loan pause is still going on. We're not making any money. This is this is not OK. So it makes you look like a fraud. It makes you look like a, a, a wolf in sheep's clothing. Like I said before, people are very aware of where they're putting their money now, where they're investing, what institutions they're supporting, who they're banking with, man. People are going to pull out their savings accounts. People are going to shift their investments accounts to other places. And this is completely SoFi's fault for being hard-nosed on it. And I wish I could have been a fly in the room when they were talking about this saying, well, maybe we will, maybe we won't. They're still making plenty of money off of savings accounts and their other products. You know, um, what do you call that? Car loans. I believe they do also issue mortgages. I'm not 100% sure on that. But I believe they do also issue mortgages for buying a house. They're making money off their investment platforms. They're making money off the savings accounts. It just seems like another greed play by an executive who does not want to be named because we all know the guys that really decide if this is going to happen or not. They don't usually come to the forefront or put themselves out there to be seen or named. It just seems like a bad play. Um, it seems like you're going against your customer base and what they stand for, and they're going to retaliate. This is... Uh, and what I'm saying could be a bit of a stretch. We might see nothing happen at all from this. We may see no fallout, right? But make no mistake, 
from what I've seen online, it seems like the fallout's already begun and the news just broke today. I mean, or yesterday, hours ago. So I don't know what they're thinking when it comes to this. I really don't. I really don't. I wish I did, but I really don't. Um, hopefully they can just go back on this and be like, listen, we're not going to sue. Forget it. Because we see what damage is going to do to our customer base. Forget it. We're not going to do that. Okay, then you might win the people back. I mean, yeah, sure. Some people are just not going to forgive you. They're not going to reconcile. They're going to pull their investments out anyway. But at least you can go back on it. I'm telling you right now, these people who are in their 40s, their 50s or 60s, as some people call boomers or whatever, they are not about to pull their pensions out of their investment platforms, pull their, you know, pull their banking and switch to SoFi, which is mostly an online bank and say, oh, yeah, I'm happy with never having a place to deposit cash physically. I'm happy with not having always, uh, well, maybe they have check deposits now, but a while ago they didn't even have that. Or even being able to add beneficiaries to your investment accounts or your bank accounts so that if something happens to me, it can be left to them properly without going through the court and the probate process, okay? And getting a lawyer and things of that nature. This just seems like another case of a business getting a little jumpy and shooting themselves in the foot. As I said before, from what I read, from the resources I gathered, they're still making a profit. They're still making a profit. If you're still making a profit, what's the rush? What are you worried about? You know, student loan payments are going to start back at some point. It's inevitable. That's just where we're at. But this is not going to help you by pushing it. We're going to see what's going to happen with SoFi because of this. But if I was heavily invested in the SoFi sphere, I wouldn't be happy with it. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be. If I owned a lot of SoFi stock, I wouldn't be happy with it either because I'd feel like a lot of people are going to pull out their investments, as I said before, and it's going to drop like a rock more than it already has before. It just seems it just seems a bit rushed and underthought. And they need to make some heavy decisions coming. They need to make some heavy decisions. Or else they're going to end up like some of these other companies where everybody turned on them, especially the majority of their clientele base, and it could get worse. Now, SoFi is a bank. It does have its official charter and things of that nature. So they may make it through, honestly. I think they will, in fact. But the damage to a reputation, once it's done, it's hard to repair. And I'll leave it at that. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Dragon Horse Podcast. And as always, stay safe, happy, and healthy. And I will catch you guys in the next episode. Love y'all. Peace.